0: Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now, on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I am Eric. And I am Jason. We are glad you guys are here with us today for another exciting show in entertainment, right?
1: Yes, I am really excited about our show tonight because we have another fantastic uh, show coming up for you guys. And Eric, just kind of dawned on me. I think Uh this is going to be episode number 70, isn't it? uh, 70, I think so, yeah. I think so, because, yeah, I was posting uh, one of our um, previous episodes from last week to our Facebook page, which is, by the way, uh, Pardon the Intermission on Facebook is where you can follow us. And then also, if you have a chance, hopscotch over to Twitter, where you can (laughs) follow us at PTI underscore podcast. But when nice. I was posting one of that our, shows, I nice. remembered it right. <laughs> nice segue there. Did huh? I say nice segue. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. So at any rate, when I was posting one of our shows on our Facebook page earlier today, I realized I think it was episode sixty-nine that yeah. I posted. So I think we're yeah. on. We're getting close to 100, hundred. Number folks. seventy. We got to yeah. do
0: something. Uh, oh, that's what they can do. You know What's what? Why that? don't you guys leave comments on what do you think we should do to celebrate our hundredth
1: aha show? Light bulb just went on. I like that idea. Yeah. Pardon intermissions. Like
0: hundredth show. What should yes. we do? What do uh, you guys skydive
1: want to talk about? Yeah, want us to anything? skydive? Do, you do want- some
0: uh, Mission Impossible stunts. Right. Some Tom Cruise-esque stunts. Hey, you knock yeah. yourself out, man. Take a dirt bike. I can jump over a canal over there at uh, Clinton and- uh, right. Right. Or cedar,
1: <laughs> or jump over a 300 foot long freight train moving at 70 miles an hour. For those of or you or like who that live that in our
0: area, way. you'll know where that's at. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, basically, all good. yeah, just figure a canal in your
0: neighborhood, a typical uh, right, right canal. I don't know. That would be interesting, though. What I don't know. What could we do for the hundredth to celebrate?
1: Well, you know what. Um, we could do we could do a variety of things. We could probably do mm. a best of. Maybe talk about go back and talk about some of the the more popular stories that we discussed throughout this uh, remarkable journey we've been on so mm. far. Or yeah. maybe we can um, I don't know bring in some guests or something to sit oh, in with us. Bring in some or, guests. Yeah, we could bring in a guest or two to sit in with us. We could. Uh, I don't know. The, again, myriad things that we could do.
0: Hmm. You know what would be really fun too would be uh, I don't know if I could, if we could set it up if I could set it up, but do a live uh, like a live show. A
1: lot. Well, do we really <laughs> want people to see my face? That's the ultimate question. There's a yeah. reason why I have. Do, a face I don't for want radio people to folks. see
0: the messy studio. <laughs> no, right? Exactly. You
1: guys don't want to see. I don't the know. Lap that, of luxury that would be
0: interesting. In. Or maybe we could go do like a, a, a movie review or something for the hundred show. Like actually go out. Oh, you're talking about on movie? location. Well well the other one I was just talking about do a live, like, you know, maybe in studio, do a live show. But yeah, we could also go out and do like maybe not oh. necessarily live, but just do a, a movie review, like, you know, maybe oh, okay, right out okay. of the box, right out of the the theater type
1: review. I like that. Know. Yeah, we hmm. could do that. We could do that. I don't know. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be fun to yeah. think about. We need your guys's help. Brainstorm. Leave yeah. some ideas for us again on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission and on Twitter uh, PTI underscore podcast. Yes, yes. That that's this is gonna be fun. Yes, yeah, I can't it will. believe I can't believe it went by really quick. I can't it believe did. it's already. It did. I can't believe we've a- we've actually discussed a lot of s- a lot of interesting stories and things happening in the world of pop culture and entertainment. Yep. Fortunately, Disney keeps us um, keeps us refueled here with plenty of uh, material to constantly. It's always Disney. Right now. It seems like it's always Disney. It's always dizzy uh, Disney. Disney. We don't <laughs> Disney. Mean, Yeah, Disney. Yeah. It's always dizzy Disney. Disney dizzy Disney. Disney, Disney, Disney what can we
0: say? Yeah. It's dis dizzy Disney doomsday
1: news right. there we go how about that the Honestly, three d's yeah bob we don't mean to pick on your company but sorry you guys are making it pretty easy well i'll tell you not to get off on a tangent here but he
0: he uh he kind of showed us i mean i got kind of fooled and i mentioned this in previous podcasts that uh, I thought he was going to be the savior, or he might be. and uh, I, I did, too. And it's yeah. kind of not turning out that way, is it?
1: It's going very It's not slow- looking good. No, it's going very slowly and methodically. So, yeah. Right now, if we had to judge it based on a scale of 1 to 10, we would probably have to give the Disney Recovery Act about a 4. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's so sad. That's so
0: sad. It I and, and as you know, I'm going to the park soon. I'm going to Disneyland you are. soon. Are you going to be down there on Monday? All and, next week. And uh, I will come yeah. back with a report. We'll, we'll talk okay. about how the good, how good. the parks are
1: looking now. Because mm-hmm. um, I want to see how my experience way back in November of last year Mm. equals up to your experience. Mm, That that would be a good, that's a good show. We'll have to, we'll put
0: that one. uh, Let's compare and contrast. Yeah, there you go. Great. That's a great one. Hey, um, we got, unfortunately we got some uh, bad news. uh, Oh boy. From actually, I think it happened Yesterday. Yeah, Uh, we lost one of the greats. Another one of the greats, uh, Alan Arkin passed away. Yes, Uh, he was uh, 89 years old. Actually, which is which is actually we say you know we lost a great and we did, but 89 that's a pretty
1: good long life there. He did. Yeah, he had he had a tremendous life. He was not only a wonderful uh, film actor, but he was also a wonderful stage actor as well. I think he's one of the Mm. few actors to win. Academy Awards and Tony Awards if I'm not too much mistaken I think he won a Tony Award I haven't checked the length of his career yet and he but. said that he uh, he also
0: received a back-to-back primetime Emmy nominations too yeah he did yeah he definitely uh, did the commit the Kamins- Kaminsky method was one of the shows yeah he did that uh, he did with, with Michael, Michael Douglas yeah Michael yeah. Douglas yeah. yeah
1: that was on Netflix you mm. know that was
0: the thing is is I was I mean you know he's always been like he's always one of those guys that he was just in he would always perform I mean, you know, when he was in a movie, I don't think I ever looked at him and said, oh, that's Alan Arkin. I just kind of... He just kind of, you know, got me wrapped up in a character. He was just very understated with his performance. Yep. And he would he would just do it with, with such uh, conviction that I just... I just kind of fell into. I mean, you know, it was that whole suspension of disbelief. I just fell into it, yeah. And I just, you know, and he just pulled me in. Uh, that's what I liked about him.
1: Yeah, you know, one of my favorite roles of his was in the movie Little Miss Sunshine, which he yeah. actually won an Academy Award for. Mm. He yeah. played uh, he played the grandfather, the yeah, the in, grandpa in that movie, and he was so classically crude and crass in that <laughs> movie because you know he liked going to to gentlemen's clubs, if you want to call them that. He he taught his granddaughter Abigail Breslin, the actress's name. But who played his granddaughter in the movie? Mm. He taught her how to stage dance and how to pull. Oh, dance. that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's so she right. used that as her oh routine. Oh my god! about that yeah. scene. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was. I mean, he played characters ranging from uh, from very acerbic to very um, to very uh, congenial to very uh, serious. And yeah, he he Eric he had such a wide and diverse acting palette. And something I found interesting about him that I did not know was that he was actually part of the well known. A uh, member of the Second City Comedy Troupe in Chicago. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that until I read this article either. Right? Yeah.
1: And for those of you who don't know what Second City is, it's a it's probably the most well-known improv slash comedy troupe in the world. It mm-hmm. produced uh, such comedic uh, greats as Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, John Belushi, Chris yeah. Farley, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, yeah, it, he comes from uh, some some good training and some good background there.
0: Well yeah, and I also think it also said he started acting I mean he said it said 7 decades so he literally started acting or was involved well, within <clears throat> the industry from right. from yeah. his uh from somewhere 10 up I mean Yeah you know, for seven decades, that that is amazing.
1: It is, yeah, it is. I mean, there are uh, look. Uh, the one thing about acting is that you can stay in it for, the, for pretty much the the length of your life. But when you look at some of these actors who've been in it for a while, they eventually called it quits. Greats like Gene Hackman, greats like Jack Nicholson, and they called it quits just simply because they got older and mm. their health was declining. But Alan Arkin still kept on chugging along well into his uh, into his late eighties. It also apparently.
0: says uh, in this article here from Variety uh, that. Uh, he was uh, did a stint on Sesame Street, like a lot of actors did. <laughs> I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it seems either. like a lot of people went through Sesame right? Street. You know, it's 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 interesting. Yeah. Another
1: one of my favorite roles of his was in uh, Tim Burton's um, dark comedy classic Edward Scissorhands. Oh, with Johnny yeah. Depp. He played Winona Ryder's the dad, father. The dad, yeah. the father. Yeah, he did such a great job. He had a great cast. Johnny Depp, yeah. Alan Arkin, Diane Wiest was in it. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall from Breakfast Club and the Brat Pack uh, was in it. Winona Ryder, obviously, was in it. And then, of course, that was the movie that featured the very last appearance of one Vincent Price. Oh. Uh from the old Hammer horror films and uh those great horror classics from the uh the 50s, 60s and 70s. Wow, yeah, you're Vincent right. Vincent yeah. Price. He was also in Michael Jackson's Thriller he video. Was, he did that's the right, voice yeah. in Thriller. Yeah,
0: he played the uh mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands creator, creator father yeah, or exactly. whatever you would call him, yeah. But yeah,
1: Alan Arkin was uh Winona Ryder's father in uh, Edward Scissorhands. And
0: he, yeah, and, that, and uh, like I said, I mean, he's just so understated. I mean, he yeah. could just deliver the line with with such dryness. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, with such conviction and yeah, and believability, yeah. you know, and emotion, it's weird to say that, but it's right. true. It's just like the way he delivers the lines, you know. Yeah, the, the guy was the guy was amazing.
1: He was in the movie Argo. That one, yeah, he was.
0: Yeah, yeah, he played a what like a Hollywood producer or filmmaker or something.
1: Hollywood producer who was responsible for backing Ben Affleck's um, characters' imaginary movie to help get that um, group of Americans out of Iran. And one of my Mm. my favorite line of his in that movie is when he's pitched about the idea of making a fake movie. He says something to the effect of. I'd rather sit on the couch and count the wrinkles on my dog's balls. And that's how he actually says it. And it's just like the way he just delivered it. It's just like sarcasm oh, 101 at its best. I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah. You know he
0: I think he reminds you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of like everybody, I don't know if everybody does. it. It seems like, you know, a lot of people we have that uncle that is just that it's like that old grizzled uncle exactly. I yeah. mean at least in later in his life went in his acting style you know that old grizzled uncle who would just say these things you know and you're like what right. you know and everybody just like crack like what the heck did he just say are you kidding me you know right exactly yeah yeah no he, he was <laughs> great I mean that's that is huge man that's gonna be a yeah. huge one it is um,
1: so yeah so rest in peace Alan thank you for all the wonderful roles thank you for your contribution and wherever you're at now in heaven I know you're making God laugh
0: he's uh, yeah he's getting the Oscar in the sky. Getting the right Oscar now. in the sky. Yeah, yep. For sure. That's right. Hey, you had a, a story. You know, we talked a little bit about uh, Pat Sajak saying goodbye. We did. To the, uh, the Wheel people, Wheel of Fortune people, that is. Um, yeah. What was the story you had about the uh, Wheel of Fortune? We have some more news now.
1: We do, yeah. And keeping you guys updated about that, like Eric said, we last spoke about Pat Sajak surprisingly announcing his retirement a few weeks ago. Well, <laughs> it didn't take long for Wheel of Fortune to find his replacement, and that one replacement is named Ryan Seacrest. Of course. Are you kidding me? I wish I was, but unfortunately, I'm not. And my name is not kidding. It's Jason. Listen, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) listen. Here's the deal. (laughs) I,
0: I. Oh my gosh, this guy. I can't. I can't. Listen. I can't. I can't harp on the guy for for having a career. Right. I mean, you think about the guy went from. He's done a guest lot hosting American Idol. Nobody knew who this guy was, right? Right. He went from guest hosting, uh, mm-hmm. uh, co-hosting American Idol, right, to to hosting it. To literally, and he had, a, and then he got. A, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he had the radio gig before or after, but he's been on radio, yes. Then he's been on TV. The morning, that morning show with What's Her Face, uh, Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Know, it was a good, not good morning.
1: What's it called? It's live. I think it was live with
0: Ryan. Live in Kelly. the morning or live something. In the yeah, morning. I don't know. But anyway, he's, he's on that yeah. show. The guy. The guy's a workaholic. He's amazing. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, can somebody else get a break here? Can Thank somebody you. else get a
1: job? Thank you. I feel the <laughs> exact same way. And look, again, uh, like Eric just said, I get why they hired him because he has street cred. Yeah. He has major street cred. And look, the guy does have a personality for television. Sure. Especially this type of television. Oh,
0: he's going to be great in this. I'm sure he's going to be great at this. Variety
1: shows. What? Yeah, right. And yeah. I'm, You're right. I'm sure he will as well. But I'm kind of like Eric folks where I'm just like, you know what? There are a lot of other talented people out there. Hold an open audition and give some Tom, Dick, and Harry a chance. Yeah, I mean, literally, that mean, that's almost how Pat Sajak got hired. Something that people don't know about Pat Sajak is that he was a radio DJ in Vietnam. And oh, really? In he Vietnam, was. he was a radio wow. DJ in Vietnam, and so I mean, had he not, you know, parlayed that radio work uh, into something bigger, he, who knows what would have happened. But the point being is, like, you know what? Again, Seacrest has street creds, but screw the ratings. Give some Tom, Dick, and Harry a chance. Well, Hold yeah, an open
0: audition and see what happens. You, you know, never that's know. what they're doing. Like you said, street cred. I mean, listen, yeah. that, that's a big show. They don't want to take a chance on some. I mean, look, t- tell you the truth, look at the problems Jeopardy's having.
1: Right? I mean, I don't know
0: what's going on there. I don't really watch Jeopardy. but I don't I mean, watch it anymore. Well, I mean, I don't know what's going on though. They had Blossom there, then they had the what's his name Jennings, Ken and then Jennings. somebody said something, and it's like, oh, he's got to go yep. or she's got to go, and they—I yep. don't even know what's going on. Yeah. But so they and basically what I'm getting at is they want someone who's going to be a home run, and yes, exactly. Ryan is a home run. He's safe. Yep. You know, and and the crowd that's watching. Let's be honest. Who's watching Wheel of Fortune? I mean, probably people in their old, I would say, yeah. 60s ish. Maybe Poli-
1: politically correctly speaking, senior the citizens old, se- and, rid- the, the, and senior the senior population, right? senior the, the respected and appreciated senior senior population. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I don't think
0: I don't even know who's watching regular TV anymore, really. Mm. Probably the well
1: respected senior population. Well, either, either that or, either, either,
0: well, them and the people who are tired of paying all these fees for streaming. Yeah, right. I don't no blame kidding. them, right? Yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah. I may, I may be watching
1: Wheel of Fortune myself pretty yeah. soon because I'm tired of paying all these fees. Like, see, Eric, I'm going to put myself on the spot. I could so host Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> You probably you could. I could do it. I think you could do it, and I you, could you do would it. be awesome I could at do it. it. You'd be great. I, I think I yeah. would. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I would. I'm definitely don't have stage fright. I, I yeah. mean, having done live theater before, I, I don't have stage fright, and so I, and I don't. My, well, I kind of mind being in, in front of the camera because let's face it, I have a face for radio. I don't want to break any more camera lenses. But the <laughs> oh, point. Come the point, on, the, come on. The now. point being is that there, there. Again, he's being modest, folks. I, come on. Hell no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, what a, but basically, yeah, I think if they they could have found somebody else with not as much street cred who I think could have come in and made it a viable game show still. But again, I understand why they got Ryan. Street well, let me ask you this. It
0: now, knowing Ryan, he, yes. he's kind of the Dick Clark of our age. And for people really who don't, don't remember Dick Clark, Dick Clark... Um, he had American Bandstand. He had some of these shows. He did Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. He did, but you know, he was really a producer at heart, and he, was. he produced a lot of shows. And he had his his hands in a lot of the shows, TV shows back in the day, and music production as well, and music, yes. And mm-hmm. Ryan is kind of the same way. He's yeah. got his hands on a lot of things. So yeah. I'm kind of wondering too, maybe he owns part of that show or maybe he's looking to own part of that show
1: okay interesting um, also Very. is uh, wheel of fortune is on is it on ABC Will of Fortune is on. Um, I think it is on ABC. Yes, because it proceed it. Uh, it comes after Jeopardy. Okay, so that in that case, isn't Ryan Seacrest
0: an ABC guy? I mean, doesn't he a lot of his shows? He does the the rockin' the Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve yeah. now. Yeah, on I think, ABC.
1: I think Ryan Seacrest uh, has some kind of a a mega contract with ABC. Well, he so either so.
0: either they put him in because he's safe and and he's contracted, or maybe he's got some kind of uh, uh monetary ties to these shows, you know what I mean, where yeah. he wants to see them succeed, so he's like, hey, I'll step in the chair, yeah. because I know it's going to win with me, and and I, I don't want to lose money on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so, it, I
0: mean there, there could be a lot of issues. What I'm getting is there could be a lot of issues behind the scenes that we don't see. Right. And, and
1: this article doesn't really de- uh, dive too deeply here into... Uh, like secret, like any type of uh, contract that he signed with. but I mean, it, it goes over his background here like what you just mentioned about Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. Yeah. Uh, he does that now. but it doesn't really elaborate on like the uh, the financials or the uh, um, like the contractual agreements that he um, got into here. Mm. but
0: well, you know, I'm wondering too now, are they going to replace Vanna
1: White? No, they're not. In fact, Vanna White uh, was quoted earlier this week as saying that she is going to stay on as the letter flipper uh, for, actually, uh, not even a flipper. She just touches the letter, well, and then it lights up. We'll see about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, we'll
0: I mean, see. yeah, we'll see. Is Kelly Rippa coming in, maybe? Uh, her, her and Seacrest. Maya Bialik, the... <laughs> maybe? <laughs> her and Seacrest, good friends friends from that morning show. So oh, like, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I don't know if she'd want to be a letter flipper.
1: Yeah, right. But yeah. At any rate, so yeah, at least right now, Vanna says she's coming back yeah so uh she'll still be there for she's a kind while of a
0: staple longer. i mean she has a lot of fans from that show yeah she does so yeah so anyway yeah it's, it's kind of interesting it's not surprising but you know it's like wow, who else wah, wah, wah. yeah Hit who else button. would they get let's see we, Wait, let's man. see if i get the right one no,
1: this one. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> That's the one we were looking That's for. That's the one we needed. All right. All right well, at any rate, Ryan, so, congratulations. Yeah, Enjoy spinning. I probably that won't
0: be watching you, but I won't <laughs> Good either. Luck. But yeah, all Good the luck best. Hey, speaking of, you're talking about though. When uh, uh, th- you're talking about face for theater, I was thinking about theater. <laughs> speaking of, of going to Disneyland, I'm gonna try try to check out that Rogers the Musical. You know oh. that just opened up in the Hyperion Theater at California Adventure in Disneyland.
1: No, I thought it had already opened up like <laughs> no, well, back it, in May.
0: No, it, it just opened uh like two days ago. Well, I'll well, be done. They had like a preview and then now they I think officially opened yesterday oh. yesterday or today. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm gonna go try to check that one out. For those of you who who don't know what that is, they uh if you watched Hawkeye or if you didn't the uh, the first opening scene in Hawkeye is him basically going to he's in New York right. and they put together this uh, Broadway theater show <laughs> right. uh, called Rogers the Musical and it and it has to do with with the life of uh, uh, Steve Rogers Captain America okay. right. and you know and they end up having you know of course it, they show a scene There you just see one scene where they're like saying right. I could do this all day or whatever he's singing and, <laughs> and has like you know a guy playing Iron Man right. and Hulk and you know got all the characters there Thor. Right. And and uh, uh, what's her face? Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. I was gonna say Scarlet, but that's not her name. Black Widow. Um, and Hawkeye. So um, so they basically they had such a great uh, uh, reception to that mm-hmm. that I guess that they said, hey, let's make something out of this, and so they turned it into this uh, show. Now I will say that I you can go on YouTube and, and watch it. I've already yeah. seen it. People have okay. filmed it. Uh, I mean it's literally up yesterday and I was like last night that's one of the reasons I'm so tired today oh. because I was up last night watching it's only a half hour show they, f- they filmed it illegally that's great <laughs> no I don't think they did I mean people I think you can have your cameras up can't you in the Hyperion I don't remember well but with something like that well I don't know unless it's a copyrighted material they I, I guess I don't well, know well you could put it up I think if you put it up on YouTube you would get a copyright strike
1: like you couldn't oh, make right. money off it but YouTube you could still that huh yeah but yeah. you
0: could still put it up film okay. it and put it up i think yeah okay. i wasn't sure if you could film in the hyperion or not
1: True. Yeah. Now, uh,
0: you know, I I, the shows I've watched in there, I've watched Aladdin in there. That was a great show. I love that show. It was Uh, back in the day, and then they had Frozen. That was a good show. Frozen one was good. Yeah. Um. (laughs) And so they had. this. I think they were a little bit longer though, weren't they? Like an hour. The shows were at least an hour or something. I remember the Aladdin one going
1: (laughs) almost two hours. Was it almost two? It was almost two hours. Same thing with Frozen.
0: So this uh, Rogers the musical. Anyway, if you guys are interested, it's it's supposed to be a limited run. I'm not sure when it's going to end. I think they say August. They may do an extended, but it's only like a half an hour. It's so not okay. that long, so it's just kind of quick. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I might check that out. Yeah, just, just a little side note there. So, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll be expecting a, uh, a review. So, I'll, on I'll, that. we'll be talking. We'll be talking about it when I get back. Awesome. And we do the yeah cool deal. Um, hey, also, uh, real quick here, we had yeah. a new casting. For Superman. Oh, Who do we got, Jason? Who's yes.
1: A- okay, so yeah, you all know that a while back we talked about how James Gunn has been named the head of the DCU. And so he's going back and retconning everything mm. and revamping everything. Well, his first order of business is casting his new film for Superman Legacy. Yeah. And drumroll. We have our first two actors, cast as Clark Kent and Lois Lane. And they, they are, are David Sweat and Rachel Brosnahan. And I have no idea who they are. I have somewhat <laughs> of an idea of at least who one of them is. So now I'm going to kind of start backwards here and start Okay, with wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can this guy, this guy's an actor, right? He's a
0: legitimate Hollywood actor, right? Yes. I mean, let's say he's new to the scene, but I yes. mean, he's made it to this level. Yes, Dude, he get a better last name. Sweat. Yeah, get like... You know, David. I don't know, David <laughs> Starman. I don't know something. David
1: Starman. I don't know. That's even worse. <laughs> I, I, I I mean, would, you know what I'm saying, though. You got the yeah. guy's got
0: to get a better name, right? He's got to get
1: a Hollywood name. This sounds like really aristocratic to me. Corn <laughs> Sweat. My name is Lord Corn Yeah, I don't you know. know? Yeah.
0: Are you sure we're pronouncing that correctly? you sure it's not like Corns or something? Corn but it can't be Corn sweet because there aren't two E's in it. Corn Sweat.
1: Like maybe it's Corn. Maybe maybe the,
0: the S W aren't pronounced. Maybe It's Cornzette. I, w- I was just gonna say maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe we have some silent letters in there that we just don't know about. Yeah, but so anyway, yeah, James Gunn has cast um, David Corn Korn-swe- Sweat in the role like uh, Corn Sweat in the role of Clark Kent slash Superman, and then Rachel Brosnahan has been cast in the role of Lois Lane.
0: I was telling you before this, I was looking at the photo of this uh, Rachel, and she looked in this photo. She looks dead on like Evan Rachel Wood actually.
1: She does a little bit,
0: yeah. In she in does. the photo, she does, but it's probably just because of the angle of the the photo that she took, you know. But right,
1: okay. So David Coren, this guy's a good
0: looking guy, though. He could be Superman. He could definitely. Yep.
1: In fact, he was in this Netflix series. Remember that Netflix series that came out uh, called Hollywood? That was kind of a brief uh, description That's about Rock Hudson. That's
0: Where I know him from. Yes, thank you.
1: So that was about he. Uh, brief. I gave up on that. I gave up on that. I did too. I watched the first two episodes. I, I was, and I was I like, same boo, thing. Boo. I watched the first two. I'm like, yes. this
0: looks like it's gonna be interesting and then like there was like stuff going on. I was like, okay, right. this is not for me.
1: So David Cornsweat <laughs> was in the Netflix series Hollywood and then now yes. Rachel Brosnahan, for those of you who watch Mrs. Mazel on Amazon Prime, you know that she won a couple of Emmy Awards for mm. uh, her role as Mrs. Mazel on Amazon Prime. and then she was also in a very popular and outstanding Netflix show called House of Cards she was in the oh, first wow, season yeah. of House of Cards she played this junky girlfriend of Kevin Spacey's at the time Senator Frank Underwood and uh, he eventually had her, had her character killed off <laughs> so she only lasted in one, one wait, season wait are you talking about House Kevin Spacey
0: was this in real life Kevin Spacey or is this the, no, the no, show no, Kevin Spacey no,
1: let's not get ahead of ourselves here <laughs> This was his character. Oh, his character! I don't Underwood. know. These things are getting
0: so convoluted. Right. I can't keep track know, of what's real, what's not anymore. But
1: so yeah, so that's this guy.
0: Are. Now, this guy. When I remember him on that show, though, he was a, yeah. he, he he was a very skinny, you know, fit. He but he's was very slender.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to bulk up to be Superman, uh, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they have been cast, and again, this is going to be the latest iteration of the iconic uh, comic book hero. And uh, now James Gunn said when he and fellow DC Stewart Peter Safran laid out their narrative plans back in January um, that they that this was going to be kind of the direction they wanted to go with some younger actors and kind of a more yeah. fresh take on the character. A retelling, another retelling. <laughs> what another did I tell retelling. You? Don't say I told you so. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. And Gunn is, by the way, directing this project from his own screenplay. And uh, now, what we don't have are just the details of who the other cast members are going to be because we know that there are other popular characters like, um, you know, like Jimmy Olsen and Perry White and uh, Superman's oh. mother, Martha Kent and Jonathan I, Kent. So
0: I, I want to tell you, here's this. This yeah. is going blow it, to blow it away right here. Yeah. Uh, you can just tell. So it says in this article, and mm-hmm. I think, is it, are they, are they quoting Gunn mm-hmm. here, James Gunn? Um, mm-hmm. It says he's talking about Superman. Mm-hmm. Quote. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Oh, Saffron Peter, said.
1: Peter Saffron said that. Peter
0: yeah. Saffron said. Sorry, it wasn't James Gunn. That's okay. Uh, but my point being is that I've never seen this part of the story before. No, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being, I'm being totally sarcastic. <laughs> Are you? I mean, isn't this what we always see? The a whole story of Superman is him balancing this. This is nothing new. It's what ba- is this? It's another origin story,
1: but it's going again. It's going what to have a first. What is this?
0: Tape. Come on, Gun. Come on,
1: gun. I right. Come on, James. Throw rocket I mean, in there. I want to see Groot. I am I am, I am, I am Groot. Yeah. I am Groot. Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, I the the reason I posted this here is obviously because we like James Gunn did exactly what I said would happen. And I talked about this a long time ago when DCU got scrapped in favor mm-hmm. of bringing in for James Gunn. And I said to you, Eric, yes, on the other side of this table, I okay. said, if DC was going to go back and retcon everything and retell origin stories from some of their more popular characters... I didn't want to see that again. Okay. So it's starting to happen here you, you know, with Superman. And you're right. And, and it's
0: funny. I've been listening to, to, to people talk about this of, as far as, you know, is this superhero fatigue. And I and is and, and there's a lot of different takes on that. And my and my takeaway from that was that I don't really think it's superhero fatigue. And I think and I've talked about that before. And I thought I've had it. Yeah. You know, I thought well, I, I've I have superhero fatigue myself. I'm I'm afflicted with it. But yeah. But I think what it is I think it's it's just a bad storytelling fatigue is really what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, I wouldn't mind watching another Superman, but I yeah, picking it up again mm-hmm. and doing another origin story, it, it's too much time too much time because what's happened is that over the years like we've talked about before too over the years they do this and these and these studios don't stick with it for whatever reason and it may be good that they don't because yeah. it's it's bad property i mean it's, or it's bad uh, storytelling i should say not property bad storytelling yeah <clears throat> but what i'm getting at is that you know you, we we don't want to put the time into it anymore i'm tired of putting all the time into like certain characters to find out oh you know, three years down the road, they're going in a different direction. and They're recasting this, yeah. this guy, recasting yeah. Superman again. Yeah. So I know James Gunn is there and he's there for a, a little bit longer haul or supposedly. Yeah. But just like you, man, this, the origin story its like, come on, really? Yeah. At it, this point, just do like a geriatric Superman. <laughs> tell that story. <laughs> At least that's something new. You know what I mean? Like we haven't right? seen like an old Superman that's maybe passing it off. Like he finds a super baby. <laughs> And he's you know and, and he's gonna he's gonna be like right? the mentor
1: to this guy. Actually, what I've always been in favor of is is seeing a live action Death of Superman movie series or saga. Now, now, now. now before any of you stop me mid sentence and say, "Well, wait a minute, we already saw Superman die." Yeah, in uh, in Batman Justice v Superman: oh. Dawn of Justice, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. they replayed
0: it in the Justice League, right? The Justice League, right? Movie. Exactly. And then they had that terrible yes. scream that still haunts me to this day. It's right? That Superman I, scream.
1: Right. I hear you. Ah. Yeah. What I'm talking about is doing it the right way, based off the comic book series The Death of Superman. Okay. So I would really love to see a live action Death of Superman based on how he actually died fighting, um, fighting uh, the the creature known as Doomsday. Mm. because the reason why is because there is a subsequent comic book series that took place after the death of Superman called the uh, Reign of the Superman." And it was basically where Superman gets resurrected, but his soul kind of not his soul, but like his life energy branches off and creates different supermen so you have a oh, Super wow. boy you have a man of steel who's like has literally a steel exterior like a thing yeah well kind of like well no not really different than spider-verse <laughs> okay. different than the spider-verse but the point being is that i would like to see kind of a movie like that where we see a real live action death of superman movie Done the right way, and then do sequels where you have the reign of the Supermen where they get resurrected, but just different versions where you have a mm. Superboy, a Man of Steel, a Cyborg Superman. Oh, I, wow! I'll bring the comic books next time. Oh, to yeah, show yeah. You. I'd, I'd love to check them out. To yeah. See what I mean, yeah, because it was a really cool comic series, and I would like to see that made into a movie, but that's just wishful thinking on my part.
0: Well, let's, yeah, let's do something different because that's what happened like this with the Snyder Cut Justice League and all that, and then they yeah. tried to introduce you know, and now you got the Flash movie hanging out there, and nobody, you know, seem I mean, they want to see Michael yeah. Keaton, but. Even they say now he was wasted. I still haven't seen it, right? Okay. You, but you think so, right?
1: I don't necessarily think he was wasted per se. Okay, um, I I enjoyed seeing Michael Keaton back in the bat I, know. Suit, I want to see him. And so I enjoyed bad. seeing Batman back in it. Um, I don't necessarily agree with them uh, killing off his character, so to speak. Spoiler, I, spoiler, spoiler alert! Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Wah, wah, no, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. And that's uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, he did it. He did I it. I did it. Sorry, folks, but at any rate, I don't think they spoiled. Okay, I don't think they ruined his appearance. Overall, it just felt good to see the Michael Keaton Batman back. But in there. but basically, they they've got they've got
0: these this universe spinning that's basically dying out, right? That they tried to get yeah. people involved in, and then yeah. it just kind of was falling apart. They got rid of all the creators. Yeah. They're trying to bring somebody new. That's what I'm saying. And now we're going back to origin stories. Yeah. We have this Batman. Patterson's Batman now. Pattinson. Pattinson. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. Uh, but they have they have this Pattinson Batman, so what are they gonna do with him? Are they gonna tie him in? And he's no. like separate, right? I've already read. It's like what is
1: okay, so go ahead. Yeah, did you I'm read? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no. I've already read where the Robert Pattinson Batman movies are not part of James Gunn's yeah, DC. That's what I thought too. That's what I thought too. So what are mm-hmm. so they're gonna bring in a different
0: Batman now?
1: Yes, they are. Because oh they're they're gonna God. tell they're gonna they're tell gonna they're gonna make it. another Batman movie, but it's gonna be more of like a something called Batman Beyond, I think. And there's a comic book oh. or an animated series called called batman oh, beyond so yeah eric so you can tell that james gunn is literally um dabbling in watercolors here and and now i'm gonna try and give him the benefit of the doubt too because he did a fantastic job with guardians of the galaxy yeah james gunn is a decent filmmaker he's he's a good and filmmaker fun- and i will say this, yeah. and he's kind
0: of quirky in that sense yeah. now guardians fit him really well it did yeah and i'm not gonna say it's his fault he's got brought in you know mm-hmm. to try to fix this or create this universe again yes but that's the problem is that again is the word you know and, right. and and they can have new I don't I don't mind seeing the characters do something new and new takes on on the idea but I think what it is just like I right. told you Is like you know we have so much content these days to and and we really have to be careful with our time yeah. you know otherwise we'd just be sitting all day long with a VR headset on watching content which is probably what they want us to do but my point is this, you know, it's like, you know, you want to really take, you want to see something. You want to want to see something, not just because it has the name Superman attached to it. You want to get involved in these characters. Just, It's what happened, right. what they did originally with what, what is it, phase one of uh, Marvel? Mm-hmm. When they, you know, when they started sh- telling all those stories yeah. and then they tied them all in together with uh, Endgame, right? I mean, yeah. you know, that's what people want. And yeah. I don't know if they can recreate, recreate that. Maybe it's too late to do anything. The genie's out of the bottle for that one. I don't know. But.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I would tend to agree with you because at least insofar far as what I've read and what I understand, James Gunn doesn't have any plans, at least as of yet, to do any Justice League movies or to do any movies based on. Uh, I think he's going to do one on Wonder Woman, but nothing on Green Lantern, nothing on Hawkman, nothing on. Aquaman. Well, see, but th- those characters, so. I don't know now. Aquaman. You know,
0: Jason Momoa can pull people in to be Aquaman. I yes. don't know if they could get another actor to do that because Aquaman, to me, Aquaman is not a strong enough character, a standalone character to bring people in to see the movie.
1: That would, yeah, I, I would I, agree. Okay, I, that. I would say yeah. that yes. They would
0: have to do like a semi. They would have to do a semi Justice League where Wonder Woman could, Superman and Batman can stand alone. Aquaman can't, I don't think Green Lantern, I mean, just the following's not there. They would have right, to put right. those people in with the, these other main uh, uh, you know, comic book heroes to kind of bring the
1: people in, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, because even though those are well-known comic books, they don't have the clout on their own that just Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman do so yeah you're well, right and
0: exactly and, and, exact, and, and, and to, to, to just drive this point home further and then I'll, I'll quit but just to say that you know that's the reason like you know when I was watching some of these Marvel shows I didn't even I, I don't know who Ant-Man was
1: oh got it yeah you know but
0: but what it was is that you knew the story was going somewhere these were all gonna tie in so mm-hmm. then it makes you want to watch these ones even these lesser yeah. known ones that you don't but you can't at this point you can't trust DC to do that
1: no you can't
0: you know <laughs> so that's what I mean by when you're when I was talking about time and you know oh, your time yeah. Yeah. Valuable, and you want to, you know, you want to, you, you want it to build to something. And if you feel it's not going anyway, anywhere, yeah. sorry. Why, why would you want to, you know, put the time in?
1: Right, exactly. Knowing how long it's going to take for them to do this, and it's like James, I'm not getting any younger, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we had to skip to my loo here, really quick, buddy. Any final thoughts on DC? My final thoughts on DC are wonderful comics, great stories in the comics, couple of good films, but overall, just very, um, very cautiously optimistic about what James is going to do but overall uh, it could have been done a lot better had comic book guys not made movies if they brought Mm. in a movie guy to make comic books into movies it probably would have fared much better yeah they should have done this
0: they should have they tried I guess they tried to bring some people in but it just didn't work out so yeah Yeah. oh well alright well we'll see we'll find out we'll have to see and that's all the time we have Uh for this one that went by quick. That did, man. Yeah. That was fun. Right. Hey, uh, thank you guys for listening. We do appreciate it. If you can leave us a review on the, uh, for the podcast, always check out our social media. We're on Twitter at PTI underscore podcast and on Facebook at pardon the intermission. All right, guys. Take care out there and God bless. Yep. See you on the flip side. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.